Hey, hi, how you all doing, you guys and gals? I guess you hear that wonderful sound that we have in the background. It's the Glenn Miller Orchestra playing in the mood. Boy, isn't that exciting. Hey, it's another one of those podcasts by yours truly, John. And I'm here in the history room, or the American history room, and just want to kind of just bring up something, not about this song, which I guess is a... uh, an 80-year-old song now, I guess, that's uh, played well-known by a famous um, jazz um, orchestra uh, conductor uh, named Glenn Miller, who uh, was really well-known and uh, was born, I think, in 1903 or 04, and he died in 19... Uh, I think the very telling around early December of 44, where he was right around 40 or so, uh, was in an actual, um, uh, you know, uh, plane that was leaving, um, England to go, I think, somewhere else to, um, to play, and somehow his plane went missing, I think it somehow flew over the, um, uh, the English, uh, channel, uh, heading toward there, but, uh, yeah, uh, just, just kind of popping into, uh, my podcast here, I guess the, uh, American History Room, and, uh, yeah, a lot of things seem to be kind of going on these days that's, uh, for 2020, and of course, this is May 7th of, uh, of, uh, actually 2021, not 2020, uh, 2020 has kind of come, and it's now left us, it's now history, or we'd say it's in the history books, so it's not actually on the shelf yet, but, you know, we're still, you know, I guess as uh, people in general who want to look at our past, we're still kind of looking at it and an- analyzing it and kind of questioning why these uh, things happened last year, but we had some very unique things happen, and uh, for one thing was the big election here in the United States, and that really made a big uh, impact uh, really throughout those um you know, 10, 11 months, because uh, when the big election came, I think around the 3rd or 4th of November, uh, it was really an interesting uh, election, but it, it uh, you know, it, 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 it really made people kind of wonder, uh, never, you know, people in mind never thought that the, um, the current president at the time, Donald J. Trump, uh, a well-known uh, uh real estate investor who made a lot of money, I guess, in real estate, and and him actually uh, surprising everybody in 2015, and for sure in 2016, when all these uh, primers he went through, that he really um, was able to get selected to be part of a political party, and then all of a sudden, you know, he becomes the president by November of 2016, such a big shock when the when the news media here in at least America was telling, you know, us, you know, here and probably telling the world that, oh, he won't, he won't get it. It'll be, uh, the Democratic candidate, which was a uh, former uh, first lady, um, and then, uh, former U.S. Senator, uh, Hillary Clinton, who had been a uh, part of the previous administration of the Obama administration. And, um, and uh secretary of state and then uh then she's finally running in 2016 and running against uh u.s senator bernie sanders can we all say bernie sanders to say feel the burn feel the burn everybody i want to be your next president of course it's not a good imitation 
But, you know, it's just kind of what it was where, you know, he got beat. And there was all some politicking as usual to, to put her in place and not not him, but that's just how things are in the political world, and at least in America, and our two main political parties. But that was really a big, a big impact that really makes people kind of scratch their head and say, what just happened, you know, when November got here in the election, and, you know, and I guess Trump was ahead, then it finally went to, to Joe Biden, the former U.S. senator, who was then also a former, um, you know, uh, vice president and so i guess he'd been out of office he, he you know political office for at least four years and then him making news i guess in 2015 and 16 with things with russia and trying to have somebody russia fired and so forth but other than that uh, he becomes the president which still just shocks people and then what really kind of was a turning point and i guess a, a kind of a pivotal point you know at the top of it you know of his of his um you know, of his goal that he actually selected um, a woman as his vice president, which had happened before with Walter Mondale in 1984. Uh, but that didn't work out. But this time it seems that it worked out. And the woman is, like to say, of color because she's actually through her father, who's Jamaican, but he's still African. And then uh, but he's from Jamaica, and he's still alive, and I don't know if he is a, he's a college professor, whether he's still actually uh, teaching or not, but, uh, you know, but um, his her mother was, you know, I guess from India and kind of the Asia area, so she's kind of a, kind of a, you know, with mixed, uh, where she's, um, you know, African and, and, and uh, India, or a Asian, so, um I don't know, but she becomes uh, the vice president, and yeah, I guess uh, the name would be Kamala Harris, or Kamala Harris, or how you should pronounce her name, but uh, but I don't know, she was just this kind of this, uh, kind of this uh, very outspoken U.S. senator from California, who'd I think only been in office maybe about, maybe four or five years, because she ran at the end of 2015 into 2016 to try to be the next president, and she just uh, got so far that she had to step out. But other than that, um, that was the big thing, the election. And then things happened with, you know, with uh, while the election is going on and, and we in America and the world got hit by something that became this, this type of uh, thing that affected many people through our health. And it was this, this, virus uh, and of course we all say it goes back to maybe around over in December of 2019 and uh, we first give it a name like coronavirus and then it becomes the COVID-19 virus and this is a uh, something that just kind of something that just kind of went from they say again it came from China and got connected with a, an actual maybe an animal from a lab that got released and then put in a wet market, which is where in Asia, I guess they, they, it's just a place where people can buy, I guess, you know, certain items, whether it be not just, you know, you know, it's for food related. It's going it to be, I guess, vegetables, but I guess there's even live animals. And I guess people then take these live animals and kill them. And then I guess take the meat from it. And then, and then they, cooking and so forth and of course they're all sitting it came from a type of maybe a a bath that had been used for for um, 
for you know for testing in labs and so forth. So I guess the the, the bat was I guess was tainted or had some something inside it that if you know that you know the person did you know take it in and eat it you know that then I guess it would affect them and so I guess then somebody got affected and I guess whether then somebody got on the, on the streets and got around the people and was coughing and sneezing and then the the droplets from your from your mouth and from your from your uh, nose I guess then gets everywhere and can get on somebody's clothes and other people can breathe it in so I guess it spread from that the way they said but that became the really the big thing up there you know with um with the election, but I think that really then became the top news story really all through from probably March through um, December 2020. And it just, you know, with what the news was telling us and what the politicians were telling us, at least in this country, about, <clears throat> you know, be careful, you know, watch where you go and stay home and so forth. So it really just made this, um, oh, I'm trying to think of the word where just it just kind of really just flipped things over really in America and around the world that people have been like weren't sure of all this and then we kept going back as usual with looking at things historically and saying, like, oh this is kind of like something compared to the 1918-1919 uh, flu that hit not just in America which again they say I guess it started in America I guess too until it went to other countries when we were still uh, in a world war and that's another story for another time uh, but other than that, it's just it just what a mess that was and, and how it just went from, you know, from, you know, spreading this this current virus. And so we're now still in it now for 2021. And this may be in the springtime, you know, that now like we're getting these uh, vaccines and, you know, then there's still debate about should you take a vaccine? Should you not take a vaccine? You know, and, you know, and now there's been news stories of, again, that. You know that um, you know that I guess some women, you know, have um, you know have been affected, you know, by you know uh, I guess and received some you know got blood clots from uh, one of them through a well-known uh, pharmaceutical company called Johnson and Johnson, and I guess their shops, I guess just that you only took it one time. Over there's Pfizer, Moderna, and these others that are out there that they make you take two. And you do it within like a month, you know, between that, you know, taking this, you know, this, you know, you know, first one and the second one. But I guess somehow the Johnson Johnson said if you just took it all at once, and I guess and so it was so I don't know if it was so potent or so just something how it affected your body that it just affected some. And I guess it's mostly women having the blood clot issues where they say one person sure died, and now it got pulled, and then it's on TV, and again the media is scaring everybody. Said, oh, I don't take the Johnson and Johnson because it's going to kill you and stuff." So. Again, always getting misinformation from the television news that we just kind of scratch our heads and say, why do we listen to this junk every day? Why do we do this? Why do we follow this junk? Why do we follow these politicians? You know, they're they're not people that we know. We just we just think they're um, authoritative, you know, um, sources. And <laughs> uh, some are and some aren't. And I know a lot are also there to, you know, out there and do the scare tactic of saying like, you know, you know, like, hey, 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 don't take this, and don't do this, and no, because, you know, it's just, you know, like, you know, like the Chicken Little story about the, you know, skies falling, because I guess they said the story of that Chicken Little, like a little small chicken got hit in the head, and from what, an acorn or something, or some nut, or it came from a tree, and, and then looking up, like, oh, well, I guess the sky's falling, and bits and pieces are going to hit us, that so we better just, so I got to warn people, but, you know, but it's just, 
it's just what it is in this crazy messed up world again we live in and then of course you know with what the virus did to shake things up and and just kind of like mess us up psychologically really the whole world psychologically uh with how we're going to react to a virus you know and physically or if you had to stay home you couldn't go out and do anything and then but you know, i guess you could order your food online so i'm sure that that helped the grocery stores and 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 you know that had the online sites that had to create for people could order their food have the uh workers which again the grocery uh store workers uh they're very essential just as much as uh having the people in the medical field or or the law enforcement they're just as important that we need them and and then restaurants sort of were closed and they could sort of come back and they could do like online orders and then the individual could like you know place it online or maybe they could call it and in and then you know and then eventually go over and you know either because they paid it online and they could all they do is just go pick up the order and and you know and maybe call the people with their their phones they have in their cars or they have on them and they just let them know hey i'm here or they text them i'm here can you have someone deliver it to me i'm and you know you can put it in the back of my car because i can open the trunk or i can open the back end of my suv that that will lift up automatically and can you just you know can you uh you know can you put it in there and there's there's a distance from us so it 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 helped on that end too but but with the grocery store workers having to you know work day and night and and then wait for new trucks to come in with the supply with food so people can go and you know and get um get what they need and so forth you know for, for having food and then you just stay in your house and you got all the food you wanted whether it's, they say it's the food that you call comfort food that she's like oh it's going to comfort me psychologically because i can't deal with this uh with all the the horrific news every day and and uh you know and what i'm hearing every day and and just i just i have no hope i'm gonna die you know COVID's gonna kill me and so forth and with all the news you hear every day whether it's on the television or radio or on the internet because again the internet is a great thing and i think websites are great sites if you find a good legitimate website that's good to see and to read if it's you know maybe for if you do follow certain news website whether here in america it's maybe cnn for sure or maybe fox I kind of push MSNBC to the side because it's kind of affiliated with, with one of the networks here in America, which is NBC. And, you know, it's just, it's, but I think the two main ones for the for the United States are, again, CNN and Fox News. And, you know, but then again, there's people in there that, that try to give you the right information. And then there's some, again, they're going to scare you and stuff. And then, and then they put political leaders on there and then these medical people on there. And so I don't have to throw names out, but that was kind of another big thing. Then we had the summer and we have things in late May where a gentleman named George Floyd, who would just have to be in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And then he's doing something on Memorial Day and then he's actually kind of getting away from the, you know, I guess the, the little convenience store that he gave, I guess, I guess a counterfeit bill, you know. You know, which is fake money, I guess. <clears throat> Where I thought it was real to get something, I don't know, cigarettes or beer or whatever. Then he's coming out. He's getting, and you know, whether the you know the person that owns the store, you eventually would you know call the police. The police caught up with them, and then eventually they get him. And I guess they have handcuffed. And I think they were trying to get him in the car, the police car. And I guess he was acting like I can't get in there, can't get in there. And, and then eventually he's put on the ground. And then one of these policemen actually has a. You know, the, the policeman has a knee on him, which is, I guess, in the very upper part of the back near the 
near the neck part, and he's and then you're hearing the man, Mr. Floyd, acting like I can't breathe, can't breathe, and uh, the officer just kind of kept his knee on, you know, his 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 back and the neck area for eight to nine minutes, and then the man, I guess, I guess passed out. They eventually got him in the car, or, or they gave him mess, took him to the hospital, and then eventually, I guess, he died there. And then it was just a big thing with with then people. You know, just kind of, you know, um, who've been tired of being stuck in a home for the last couple of months. And then all through June, July, and August, they just lose it. And it's not just in Minneapolis where they, you know, businesses, I guess, downtown and other parts of Minneapolis and I guess other cities nearby, I guess, just get looted and vandalized by people who are just, they're frustrated with what happened to Mr. Floyd. And they didn't know Mr. Floyd, you know, and, and uh, there's certain groups out there called Antifa and uh, another group called BLM, which stands for Black Lives Matter. That goes back to 19, I'm sorry, not, I was going to say 1914, but ooh, slap myself here, John. I meant to say 2014 because we do say a certain year and we, we say a year and then people hear that year and they said, I think they meant that year, not this year, but 2014 because of an incident happened in uh, Ferguson, uh, Missouri and uh, where again a young man who's about to go to college named Michael Brown was again doing something coming out of a convenience store I guess it stole stuff and got away and then here comes a police officer and stops him and then they have a fight I guess in either in the police officer's car where somehow the young man Michael Brown you know drives and grabs a police policeman's um, you know pistol to see if he could kill the the policeman but somehow the it turns the other way where the police was able to save himself and actually the gun goes off and kills the young man and then there's riots there in the summer because it's late summer i think in august and i think what i understand online what i've read stuff that i think this young man was just about to go to some kind of a kind of a small little junior college or something and or now i guess they're called uh, community colleges and i guess so that didn't happen and so that probably then sparked the interest of um of uh, black groups to get together and start this group up and then so they've been around for more than five six years and it's it's just you know went from there and then i think this group then got involved because of the floyd situation which is a very tragic situation for mr floyd uh it's it's, it's sad he's not with us today but this is sad how this happened and uh and so recently though we had a trial where uh the officer Derek chauvin eventually was found guilty and so uh, sometime like in June of here, 2021, they're going to, I guess, um, you know, go ahead and then do all the, do, I guess, the, the paperwork eventually, the official, you know, get him set up where he's going to be going to prison. But other than that, uh, the BLM with Antifa and other, they were then going during the summer of 2020, 2020, which caused more problems. I guess you'd call it really number three, where I'd say maybe number one was really, it was the big election here in the United States. But then I think, the, the COVID virus, I think, eventually moved. That is number one, then worldwide. But in America, that was number one. Then I guess the election. Then I guess this, uh, then the rioting because of Mr. Floyd's death and, and all the destruction that groups were doing, not just Antifa and um, BLM, but there were other groups out there. And it just was tragic. And we just looked like, well, I guess our country here in America is just going to just go down the tubes we're going to go to hell in a handbasket when they when they say those two little uh phrases or you know what you want to call it but it's just tragic what happened and it's just sad what america went through for 2020 
And then come out where we get election by, you know, early to mid to late November into December that I guess the current president time, uh, President Trump, was kind of then fighting and standing for what he believed in that he thought, well, I have a just cause to fight what I have to fight for until early January of 2021 when the U.S. Congress, you know, finally then goes and then they vote and they count all the electoral votes. So he had a just cause to fight what he had to do from the time of the after election results to end of December until beginning of January 2021. And then he, he, uh, I guess it never came true that he was going to actually be the winner. And so then it became, I guess, former vice president Joe Biden. Now here we are like another vice president who's a former vice president, uh, to be, uh, elected to the, to the highest office in the land, which is president of the United States. Uh, or if you shorten it and say POTUS, but other than that, um, because really it's the last one who was actually vice president of the United States who became president would have been actually George Bush in 1988. And, you know, um, and he was uh, vice president under uh, Ronald Reagan, who was president in the 1980s. So George Bush didn't get the term. So in a way, Biden's now become the next one in line. But actually, George Bush actually got elected straight from being uh, vice president to president of the United States. And so uh, it's just, um, you know, in a way, Joe, Joe Biden uh, kind of was next in line of, since now he's become it. But he really had four years that he was not in you know, office. So technically, I guess you'd say that really the, the last one to be actually elected, you know, where his vice president become president would have been George Bush or George H.W. Bush. And uh, he actually uh, was the um, one through election time. Because I think they said previously before him, who was elected, was like probably well over 150 some years before. And that was Martin Van Buren in the like 18, I think it was 1836, 37, but I think it was 1836, where I think he actually got in, I think in, I think in early 1837. So, and he was vice president under Andrew Jackson. And that goes back at that time when George Bush in 1988, I guess it'd been like about 150 years or so. So um, Biden's then fallen in, I think, with a, a, a vice president to become president, but he was not actually elected like George Bush was or even or even Martin Van Buren or something like that you know uh, and then there were pre there were some previous uh, men who were vice president go straight to the presidency but that was just very early you know in those early years of, of uh, our, our uh, founding back in the late 1780s when our U.S. Constitution and kind of went in effect with certain states, you know, uh, you know, ratifying and accepting that as as the law of the land. So, um, but other than that, Joe Biden now is now a vice president who's now a, who's now president, even though he just had a four year little kind of a break or hiatus or gap or something. But um, you know, now he's a president. He's doing what he can. Yeah, he's shaking things up. He's kind of like making changes like his predecessor, which is. Uh, actually, um, well, not Trump, but 
I guess you'd say President Trump's predecessor, which had been Barack Obama, who was our 44th president uh, for two terms. So we had him for eight years, and Obama did some radical, you know, changes to America, what he wanted to do, and he was a Democrat, but not say, I guess you can't say an old-time Democrat, like maybe say John Kennedy or Harry Truman or even like say, you know, Jimmy Carter. And maybe you could almost maybe put in Bill Clinton there, but but he kind of had some different ways of what he wanted to do as a Democrat. And then I think I think uh, Joe Biden now as president, kind of bringing up like the cause and say, hey, it's time for me to bring back the Obama days. And so this kind of happens at times when you have a you know a previous person who was connected with with some administration of a U.S. president in this country. And that 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 sometimes then person, you know, some years later who's still alive, much older, and Joe's now, I think, the oldest um, <sighs> current uh, president, which is now makes him late 70s, because I think it was prior to that was Ronald Reagan, when he was right around 70 when he first got into office, and prior to Ronald Reagan would have been, again, another big gap of like 100 and maybe 30 or 40 years, and that would have been um, a gentleman who's really not known because of a very the very short term for a U.S. president when you study presidential uh, administrations and their history that a gentleman who was elected from Ohio but was actually a Virginian by birth, William Henry Harrison, who was mostly a military uh, figure in the um, in mostly the early years of the 19th century and I think 1840 or so, 1841, he was elected and then became president. But um, but then only was in office for a month. <clears throat> but you know, uh, you know, he was I think 68, 69. So that was kind of really old back then when when presidents prior to that were I guess right at 60 or in their 50s or so. So he was kind of the oldest, and then it really jumped for another 140 some years, and then really Ronald Reagan then became the oldest, and then now I guess in a way it's it's uh, kind of Joe Biden, since he's now in his late 70s, because I think Reagan was 77 to 78 when he was leaving office or so. So I think now it's Joe Biden as the, as the oldest current living president, who's you know, our current president. So other than that, uh, you know, those are three really big events. I guess you'd say it really turned out to be the, the, the COVID virus that has become a pandemic that we're hoping soon to get rid of with these vaccines that, that everyone is, again, will or will not, you know, take advantage and take uh, and have, and so that they can maybe then survive this virus, that they keep saying new strains are kind of coming off the original virus. However, you know, I guess you start with that, the COVID virus, I guess the big election here in the United States of what that was like all last year, and maybe again how Trump acted in certain things too, um, and then I guess this, um, the writing, and it's it's just been a big mess. And then we jump now ahead for 2021, and so January 1st gets here, things are fine. And it's right around, I think, January 6th or so becomes the day of when the U.S. Congress comes back into session for, oh, I forget what number it is. It's like 115th, 116th session, which you think, really? And it's been around for over... 200 years, but they don't meet. I mean, they meet, but it's like they're 
new sessions always like every like other year or so you know they do meet for the two years of whatever session it is so they meet they come to you know they come back i guess to town and they meet that day and early hours that day maybe started at seven o'clock or so in washington dc at a nearby uh, place that was near the u.s capitol but you still had to walk they say uh became a unique day, not even knowing that when the sun came up in America that what was going to happen by 11, 12 o'clock, you know, that time. And when the House was meeting and then the U.S. Senate was meeting and the current vice president, who was uh, Mike Pence, um, again, had to read the results of the Electoral uh, College. I think it was in the House when I think also you had to go to the Senate too and meet the Senate but who would have known you know that uh, unless somebody did that there was then a group that met in a nearby location and they just had people you know speak their mind and say well you know yeah the president you know I guess should have won and he should you know be considered today that you know the the House and Senate should just consider giving it to him and so forth but different speeches who were I guess all pro Trump and President Trump did since he was still the acting president at that time on January 6th of 2021 and because this day is now in history like I guess like I say and I'd say it's infamy type history when you go back to Franklin Roosevelt saying that um, speech um, the day after Pearl Harbor was attacked which is in Hawaii and on December 7th and then he speaks it the next day on December 8th to a um packed um, house with the House and Senate together saying December 8th or actually I'm sorry uh, on uh, December 7th a day which will live in infamy so yeah it's December 7th you know it's a day later he tells the House and Senate in that joint meeting but this day actually becomes another infamous day or infamy day because of um you know, what what happened? And I'd say people are still scratching their heads no matter what the news media told us, but there's a group and they're meeting and people are getting up on the stage and talking. And then eventually Trump comes up and he says his thing and then now you're hearing different viewpoints of the media who don't like, who do not, in America do not like Trump. And they say like, you know, maybe Fox at times may like him, but you know, but you got reporters there who just don't like him either, like CNN just, despises him which is they don't like him at all and and again i just push in msnbc to the side because the two main ones are cnn and, and fox news and so um you know it's just you know they you know start saying you know after all this happened because you know what happened after he gave the speech and, he, and then they go back and run it later and say maybe we're then groups of people whether he was still talking then converged and went toward the capitol and somewhere already get into the Capitol and begin to, um, I guess, riot in the Capitol. And I guess this turned out to be different groups like Antifa, BLM, and other groups that are out there. And there's probably always been, for numbers of years, radical groups that are just in this country that just that are opposed to what our government is doing to each individual, each each individual of this country every day. And again, as usual, we have problems like other countries. So what happened? The news media in the United States 
interpreted as when this happens of this riot and these people run toward the U.S. Capitol, and again, some police are letting people in, and then more people showing up and more people showing up, that I guess Trump either was still speaking when this was going on and people were, you know, attacking the U.S. Capitol and getting in, and then they were, like, tearing up stuff and then going into, you know, people's offices, you know, whether it was the Speaker of the House or or I think maybe the Vice President has an office there and, and other members or whatever that that are there while there are members in, in the House and Senate that are meeting and then being told by the police you need to get out. There's There are rioters in the U.S. Capitol and so forth. So it's a big mess, and it's just, it went chaos. And from probably maybe noontime on to the rest of the day, and then, yeah, I guess the National Guard finally was called out by late afternoon, and I guess it got the rioters out. Some did get get caught and I guess they're being prosecuted now and and stuff and then of course people were using their social media said hey I was in the capital and hey I was doing this and I thought which was a big mistake because you really are already putting your face out there to everybody that the police they can they can they they can get your face and they can connect it to maybe some kind of a computer system that can it will recognize your who you are and then so that's so and so then they can look you up and then and then find you from there. But it, it just was a big mess, and it's going to always now be in the history books, uh, January 6, 2021, because the rioters just had enough of it. And, yeah, some of these people had Trump flags, and that's why I think the media jumped the gun and, and said, like, okay, Trump caused this. He, he made sure this all had to happen for a reason, and, and we're not going to have this happen ever again and stuff, you know, but he he's, he's bad, and... They kept him like as his hair would be changed different kinds that maybe called a certain way to look kind of orange, you know, or light orange. They'd say, ooh, bad orange man, bad orange-haired man, ooh, get him out of the White House. He's dangerous. He's 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 divisive. He likes to destroy people and, and stuff. And yes, he has a he has a, a mouth. It's not a potty mouth, but it's it's a mouth that he'll sometimes just say things that he just doesn't, you know, think, and then he gets on and was tweeting it and on Twitter and or get on Facebook, but then it looks like after that, then social media just wiped him off and said, you can never come back. And so now they're debating here in early May, like, should we let him come back? Should we not? Facebook saying, no, we're not. I guess Twitter's saying the same thing. And then there was a parlor thing that was out there that was kind of a conservative kind of a uh, social media site that they just got removed here first of the year after January 6th and like I say now there's newer like a newer version of it that's out there for people to jump back on but it's a mess social media is a great thing like the internet but you got to be careful how you use it you just have to be careful it's just like it's just like you know it's not like you say you put a like a snake in front of you that's going to bite you because you know it will and you don't want to provoke you just know you just probably just need to slowly either walk away or get away because if it's right in front of you you just you know that if as long as it doesn't attack you you don't provoke it you know or anything like that it could be a giant animal like a bear or a, or a you know or some kind of wild animal that you don't want to provoke and poke at because you know because you know they may be you know like maybe tied to someone something around their neck or their body but they could break loose and then they could still charge you when you're sitting there poking at them and doing that when they now that other phrase they said like you know don't poke the don't poke the bear or the big bear or whatever because you don't want to provoke it so it's just like you just i don't know it's just it's just it's just what's going on it's just you just 
Social media is a great thing, but you got to be careful. The internet's a great thing, but you got to be careful. There's good and bad because, again, mankind created it, and there's a lot of good and there's a lot of bad. So you just got to be very careful. So um, I don't get along with this uh, podcast, but other than that, uh, just kind of that was kind of what's kind of on my mind these days. And maybe I'll come back with a good history piece one of these days, and maybe uh, things of you know, so I can talk about more about all this happened today or whatever. But I don't know. It's just it's just we've gone through some crazy weird times for 2020, and now we're in 2021, and we're uh, in the late spring. It's May of 2021, and again, time seems to be moving really fast. And um, of course, the crazy thing happened in February, about mid February, with a crazy weird storm that hit the South. You know, Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas. Um, Louisiana, Mississippi, and maybe some further, maybe further east like Alabama, and a lot of heavy snow for several days. It hit people, well, several days, which is about a week or so, and I know Texas got hit, and it got in the news after, you know, the snow finally melted of people losing their power, and it's sad that it had the habit of hitting Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, uh, Louisiana, maybe a little bit of parts of Mississippi, but I guess I'm sure like uh, Texas got hit the worst and and then I guess their grid system went down and that was a big mess too that I guess the state legislature in Texas is trying to work out with these uh, these uh, electric grid services that, that, that failed. And there were a few people that died. I say a few, but there are probably more than a few, but it's sad what, what happened of people having no power. So it's that was another big mess for 20 uh 21 but uh besides the um the rioting uh issue that happened on january 6th but um it's a big mess that people are just still scratching their head and say what has happened to our country why are we going down well it is our politics it is our our moral values about things so we're pushing more other things more this for people or that for people and we're dealing with the immigration issue that we've been fighting for really 30 and 40 years and even longer because probably over 40 years because it's just been a mess. Uh, other countries can't straighten themselves out. People want to come to America and when, and then certain political groups in America just say, come on in, come on in. Just, you know, the door's open. There's not a, there's not a large fence is what you'd almost want to call it. It's down, you know, from California all the way to Texas. There's just, there's just, you know, parts of it's there. And uh, I guess people call it the wall, or you could call it a very large fence. It just kind of depends on what you want to call it. But um, but people are getting in. It's just kind of how it is. And even people from other countries are getting in, too, that we shouldn't let in here, too, from other countries, not just Mexico or Central American countries or countries in South America, but countries from Asia and the Middle East. But um, it's just a big mess, so... Um, yeah, I probably need to see about wrapping up this um, this podcast, and uh, so maybe you can all listen to it and see what you think about it. Reach out to me, but uh, yeah, uh, it's just been a big crazy year so far, and we're not even hitting the summer, but soon it'll be coming around the corner, and then before we know it, it'll be the fall, and twenty twenty one will be history again. But time just seems to never want to slow down while we're while we're still moving daily, and uh, just. Uh, Try to just stay as safe as you can, and if you can get the vaccine, you get the vaccine. That's kind of up what you want to do, but um, I'll end it here and just uh, let you know that I hope uh, you have a good, you know, rest of the day, and and uh, 
good days for the month of May and, and maybe the summer will be good for you. But um, we'll talk soon here at the American History Room. Uh, maybe I'll have some good history facts next time. But um, do enjoy the day and uh, glad you liked the little intro music of me playing that In the Mood by Glenn Miller. And uh, hope you kind of enjoyed that. And um, yeah, big bands were a big thing back in the... I think it starts back maybe in the 20s and then the 30s for sure and then the 40s and then kind of went into the 50s and then by the 50s and music changed again with rock and roll and so forth. But it just changes every generation. Uh, and there's again good music and again bad music. That's just kind of how things are in life, good things and bad things. So we always want to try to do the right thing and, and, and do what's good over doing the bad thing. So. Well, everybody enjoy your day and hope you enjoy this podcast. I mean, I'll have some more uh, thoughts in the future, but I uh, do hope you enjoy it. And, uh, you know, do uh, do tune back in for another uh, episode of the American History Room. And again, I'm John Swearingen and uh, everybody just take care.